listening to Psychology NCERT Class 11th and 12th with Dr. Kavita Bhargav. When I was in my college days, first year of graduation, I lifted up the book Morgan and King, The Introduction to Psychology. That was the book that motivated me to stay in the field. I understood how beautiful this subject is. And since then, my journey in the field began. It led me further into gold medal in psychology from the university. And I knew that one day I will be teaching psychology to my college, Sophia College Ajmer. And as luck would permit it or the universe conspires to give you what you expect or what you want passionately, I did get an opportunity to work in Sophia College for a period of two years, but then I did reach there. And then my journey began in understanding the processes of life. From there, my journey into counseling began. Later on, I looked at my students. Looking at them, I understood they are simply wasting their lives by, you know, simply talking around or moving around. Then I realized I should do something for them. And then the NGO was opened. My NGO's name is With Care NGO. And once again, life took a turn. I was then motivated by hypnotherapy. And since then, mind and its processes become my motivation. Greetings to everyone. I am your host, Dr. Kavita Bhargav. PhD in psychology, set cleared in psychology, a gold medalist in psychology. And now a trainer, mentor, supervisor and interviewer for clinical hypnotherapist. I'm also into transpersonal regression therapy and I enjoy my life being a therapist and a trainer by profession now. In this episode, I am going to talk about Motivation and Emotion, Chapter 9th of Class 11th. The three key ideas that we will be discussing are nature of motivation, that would cover motivation cycle, and types of motives, biological motives as well as psychological motives. I'm sure there is something or the other that motivates you in life, maybe things that pull you or push you towards the college or the school to have friendships, to eat food or to simply go out for a walk in these situations. With my podcast, the thing that keeps me motivating is the increasing audience. You would be glad to know that the podcast was listed as second rank for a couple of days from 18th June to 21st June. And now we are in top 6. We are doing really well. The present count of my listeners are 2.9k and this motivates me to create another episode. Thank you and gratitude to all of you because it's you 
and your presence that motivates me to keep on creating more and more episodes. So let's understand the first concept of today's episode nature of motivation motivation the word comes from the latin word movere m o v e r e that means movement of activity or something that moves my behavior in a particular direction there may be many reasons n number of reasons for you to go to the school or the college reasons to achieve first rank in your schools reasons to be sitting close to your friend or simply to attend one of the teacher's lecture so these reasons behind all these movements of yours is called mover or motivation a person will work hard in school in sports in business in music and in many other situations if that person has a very strong need for achievement on the other hand a person would be listening to his teachers would behave properly in front of other friends and classmates and also would offer the notes to the co-fellows because that person has a need for affiliation some people would be standing up in the elections and also would love to be the prefects or the batch bearers these are the people who have the motivation or the need for power inside them that's how if there is no motivation then we understand that we'll be simply sitting in one particular place and won't achieve our own objectives or goals in life so motivation becomes a very important and critical factor in our growth processes now let's understand the second concept under this episode the motivation cycle motivation cycle suggests that when a need happens it leads to drive drive leads to arousal with arousal the behavior becomes goal directed the goal directed behavior leads to achievement and when we achieve what we wanted to achieve then reduction in the arousal happens and after that the need is fulfilled but in some time back again the need starts to happen so let's understand each of these points now what is a need a need is a lack or deficit of some necessity like for example my cells may feel hunger that's a need in them or they may feel thirsty that's again a need in them this need condition leads to a drive what is a drive 
Drive is a state of tension or arousal which happens because of the need. Like I lack something within me and now there will be this tension. This tension we will call as drive. The drive would definitely lead to energies in my system, in my body to achieve whatever is missing, the need. Okay, when one of the random activities that we try, the hit and trial or move here and there, when any one of them leads to the goal, then the drive or the tension or the arousal is reduced and we become lazy again. We stop being active. That's how the organism or a human being returns back to the state of equilibrium or the balanced state. Yes, there can be different types of motives that motivates people differently, but the need and the motivation cycle would be similar. Drive is the tension in the mind. Arousal is the physiological changes that happen inside the body. And then the movement of the body happens when the chemicals are released from the brain. This leads to goal-directed behavior. And then the further cycle happens. Like we understand that the mind may perceive certain crisis. The crisis happens in the mind. If we are comparing this motivation cycle with one of the concepts of hypnotherapy. So the mind perceives crisis and send the signals to the brain. Brain analyzes the resources. Now, from the brain, the fight and flight mechanisms are activated. This in turn activates the nervous system, the parasympathetic nerve, sorry, the sympathetic nervous system, which further leads to the release of epinephrine and norepinephrine. So, this release of epinephrine and norepinephrine is the arousal in the system, in the body. This then leads to energy either in the hands or in the legs. To whichever body part, we need the energy for the movement. With this movement, we go and achieve our goal. When we achieve the goal, again the parasympathetic nervous system gets activated and we are brought back to the normal state of homeostasis. After some time, again the mind may perceive the crisis. That's how this cycle works if we compare it with the motivation cycle. Now let's understand the types of motives. There are two types of motives a human being has. One which are physiological in nature. We also call them biological motives. The other the psychosocial or the psychological motives. Under biological motives, those motives are focused more upon which are arising from the biological causes of the body like hormones or change in neurotransmitters or the brain structures, the hypothalamus, limbic etc. For example, the motives that are covered in biological motives are hunger, thirst and sex motives. So these are the three basic motives which come and fall under the category of biological motives. In psychosocial motives, we focus 
more upon the psychological as well as the social which is the environmental factors and how they interact with each other to produce the motivation in this we would cover need for achievement affiliation power curiosity and exploration as well as self actualization motives now let's discuss the biological motives in detail the biological or physiological approach to explain the motivation comes under the initial attempts the earliest attempts to understand as to what cause certain behaviors this approach says that whenever a need arises then certain internal physiological imbalances happen inside the organism these imbalances produce the drive this drive stimulates or activates certain behaviors which further lead to actions and achieving of the goals when the goal is achieved the drive is reduced as we understood by the motivational cycle so the earliest explanations of this theory says that there was a concept of instinct instinct is something which is inborn we get it along with the birth right from mother's womb even freud talked about certain insect instincts so these are inborn patterns of behavior that we learn biologically we do not learn it from the environment but we learn it biologically we inherit them certain instincts that are common or basic to human beings are curiosity flight repulsion reproduction parental care etc so these instincts since it is in human behavior it leads to certain behaviors that we can predict we can understand this would happen so next that would happen this instinct it refers to an urge to do something it has an impetus which drives the organism to reduce that impetus the biological needs are hunger thirst and sex these three are important for the survival out of these three also hunger and thirst are elemental for survival now let's understand hunger so what happens when a person is hungry if i am hungry i won't even go off to sleep i will not be able to focus on to anything any of my work any of my study if i am hungry i won't be able to sit in the class and concentrate on whatever the teacher is teaching and with me what happens most is when i am driving on the highways if i am hungry i get really mad i can shout or i cannot drive or you know some imbalance happens from inside let's understand how do i get so imbalanced So studies have indicated that many events inside and outside the body may trigger hunger or inhibit it. Events outside the body could be people showing uh, 
yummy food into their pamphlets like you know pizza hut dominos with yummy pizzas and stuff maybe in the newspaper you are seeing that or in tv advertisements or in certain uh, netflix or you know people on the radio may talk about certain uh, restaurant and you know while driving on the highway i would see huge hoardings saying hotel lily these many kilometers the highway king these many kilometers the lal hotel or the lal restaurant traditional lal restaurant you know all these hoardings will be around the road they would actually make me feel the hunger pangs so what happens in hunger internally the stomach feels the contractions which suggests that the stomach is empty this leads to a low concentration of glucose in the body and a low level of protein the amount of fats increased in the body also the liver responds to the lack of bodily fuel by sending nerve impulses to the brain now in such a situation as soon as you enter the hotel or the dhaba especially the roadside dhaba is okay the aroma the taste and the appearance of food definitely results into a very strong desire and mouth watering happens so everything in combination act with external events such as taste color observing other people eating and the smell of food plus all these pangs inside the low concentration levels and the biological changes inside the body would help you understand definitely you are hungry and so the intake of food would happen so we can clearly state here that our food intake is regulated by a complex feeding satiety system located in the hypothalamus liver and other parts of the body also the external cues which are in the environment they affect our hunger need the physiologists suggest that the metabolic activities of the liver result in the feeling of hunger so liver also sends the signal to the brain in the brain to the hypothalamus the hypothalamus has two regions the lateral hypothalamus which is also called lh and the ventromedial hypothalamus vmh so lh is considered to be the excitatory region or the area we start eating because lh is stimulated the lateral hypothalamus gets stimulated when the lateral hypothalamus is damaged then animals stop eating and we die of starvation the ventromedial hypothalamus is located in the middle of the hypothalamus this is known as hunger controlling area so it stops the hunger drive we can now clearly understand looking at this how we overeat and how we become obese because of the issues with the hypothalamus region people who eat very less or are on diet the lateral hypothalamus is damaged so that's how they do not understand when to start eating if you are unable to stop eating which suggests that ventromedial hypothalamus has an issue so this was about hunger need now let's look at the second biological need which is the thirst so what happens when we are 
deprived of water for a number of hours we feel the dryness on the lips and the throat and the mouth this suggests that there is a dehydration of the body tissues in this situation drinking water is important so that our mouth becomes wet so water must get into the tissues sufficiently so that the dryness of the mouth and the throat is removed how does this condition builds up is because of loss of water from the cells and reduction of blood volume when the water is lost by bodily fluids water leaves the interiors of the cell in this situation the anterior hypothalamus contains nerve cells called osmoreceptors which generate nerve impulses in case of cell dehydration so whenever lack of water is there hypothalamus generates osmoreceptors now these osmoreceptors or the nerve impulses they act as the signal for thirst and drinking so the osmoreceptors uh, they feel the loss of water it is called the cellular dehydration thirst we are yet unclear about what stops the drinking of water we still need to come to understand this point researches are still on now the next or the last biological need is sex sex is one of the most powerful drives in human beings as well as animals for sexual activities our behavior needs to be modified so you know if you look at the biological needs then hunger and thirst is something which we can do on our own but for sex we need a partner and so to attract the partner we start behaving in a particular manner we know because if we are not in good behaviors then we may not attract people to us similarly the pea hen is attracted by the peacock no matter how much hard i want to believe that the peacock dances for me in the rain this notion will always stand false because he is not dancing for me to see how beautiful is he dancing or how beautiful is he he is dancing in the rain to attract the pea hen and that remains the fact so behavior is something which is a very strong factor when it comes to the drive sex sex is not just a biological motive it is far more than this some people can live without this for their entire lifetime while others can even get addicted to it it is different from hunger and thirst for sure how exactly is it different a sexual activity is not necessary for individual survival so my survival is not at stake without this homeostasis is not the goal of sexual activity we are already in a balanced state so it doesn't disturb the internal homeostasis sex drive develops with age so an age factor is also involved in animals it depends upon the physiological conditions while in human beings sex is regulated biologically 
Sometimes it is very difficult to classify sex purely as a biological drives because now people also have preferences with whom they want to have sex with or to get married to. Men and women in these times they choose their partners based upon a number of factors. So it is not just the biological need but also may fall or should fall under the category of the psychological motives but for ncrt purposes you will put it in biological motives only it is also understood that the intensity of this urge is dependent upon the chemical substances that get circulated in the blood we call them sex hormones in human beings as well as animals sex hormones are secreted by gonads testes in males and ovaries in the females are responsible for sexual motivation there are other glands like the endocrine glands the adrenaline and the pituitary gland which are influencing this drive in human beings sexual drive is primarily activated or stimulated by external stimuli and definitely the expression depends upon the cultural learning what is your culture so as i was saying preferences coming to the psychosocial motives now now these are the motives that we learn or learn from the society from the parents the family systems the cultures or the friends or the neighbors hence we can say that they are complex forms of motives that result from our interaction with our environment the first need that falls under this motive category is need for affiliation the need for affiliation uh, generally happens when the person feels threatened or helplessness within and also when they are happy in all these situations people have high tendencies to have company of many people to be friendly to be seeking friendly relationships and to maintain them so generally you know no man is an island so from here comes the need of living in groups collectivity you know the collective consciousness now if we look back to the the developmental stages of human beings then the human beings understood that if one person would fight the bear in the jungle alone then there are less chances of survival but if collectively if in a group we fight with one bear then definitely we would survive so from here from this helplessness within in front of this animal or the threat that came up along with this aggression more aggression in the animal and less of aggression in the human beings the human beings started living in groups and from there the need for affiliation started building up and now uh, in the present times it depends upon the happy zones of the human being or at times we may feel helpless and threatened and then we will look for people who would protect us save us or help us succeed in life or to survive in life so that's the need of affiliation looking at need for power so need for power you know it comes in when i am able to influence the other person when the other person is listening to me when i am inspiring them that's a kind of need for power so something that results in the 
intended effects on the behavior and emotions of another person is the need for power so the goals of this need for power are influence control persuade lead and charm others and most importantly to enhance your own reputation in the eyes of other people that's the need for power when we understand david mcclennant in 1975 he explained four types of people or four ways generally through which the person learns or you know satiates his need for power the first category of people they gain feeling of power and strength from sources that are outside of themselves like they read about the stories of people who are doing well they attach themselves to popular figures like you can go um, and talk about um, so and so person that is associated with you like you know i am a fan of big b or i like sachin tendulkar or you know what my uncle was the friend of the grandson of shaheed bhagat singh so this is again you know i know someone who was this great so you feel powerful within this is the first kind of people they look for power outside of themselves the second kind of people they are the ones who feel the power from sources within and they may express it by building up the body and mastering the urges and impulses okay like strong muscular power and even though they want to have sex they may not or um if they want to have a pizza they would resist doing that they feel okay when i can control my own life my own urges my own impulses then definitely i have the power so they look for power within themselves this is the second category the third category of people are the people who do the things as individuals to have an impact on others like some people they would hear modi talking and then they would start arguing or they would start competing with the people doing really well in life so that they have an impact on other people or they influence other people simply by competition or arguments or uh, suggesting them you should do this you should not do that and stuff and they would pretend as if they want your benefit but then internally they want to have power over you the fourth category of people these are the people who are the members of certain organizations and they hold the leadership roles maybe of a political party or an individual who is organizing a party or throwing a party to influence others so all these people they try to express power motivation they may dominate but with age and life experiences all this may vary the third need is important one is need for achievement you might have observed a number of students who keep studying and reading the books like with me i knew that um, i have to go back and teach in sofia college one day so i studied from 15 books one topic when i was in my masters and uh, for each paper i had some 15 books because i knew i have to achieve this in order to reach where i wanted to my dream career of course things happen differently and i am still glad that i am doing what i am loving to do so some people want great some people want good jobs some want high salaries 
some have their own standards of excellence all these people have high need for achievement we learn all these motives especially the need for achievement when we are young our parents or our role models or the socio cultural influences they influence us to achieve more and more in life so people you know it's it's very interesting to know people who are high on achievement would select the task which are moderately difficult and are challenging as well at the same time they have stronger than average desire for feedback on their performance i mean if you are my regular listener you would be knowing that in each episode it becomes very important for me to ask for your feed forwards so it's it's more than average desire of the feedback on the performance so you know i actually need to know how was my podcast did you like it did you not like it and you know when i receive feed forwards i really admire it and if there are any suggestions you can again pitch in those suggestions and i will incorporate them into my podcast so you know once uh, you given your uh, suggestions or the feed forwards to me then i can definitely adjust my goals to meet the challenge <laughs> so it beautifully describes my need for achievement here the next is curiosity and exploration now let's understand you know um, being children um, all of us you know uh, have done this experiment of um, opening you know the pen and looking at the parts the various parts it has the cover then um, the spring inside the refill and how uh, what happens when the nib of that refill is you know is detached from the main refill and then we would blow into it and see how the ink is coming out as children like when we were very small we wanted to explore how a glass would feel like or how would a bottle be like what would happen if you touch something which is very hot or uh, what would happen if you stand in front of uh, the truck and or what would happen if you would like to you know if you would put your fingers inside the sock it all this is curiosity and this curiosity is something that keeps you going in life and it it helps you explore the stuff around this leads to certain this curiosity it leads to certain sensory stimulations in us and you know we become really happy when we are able to uh, explore the options and the opportunities around our environment based upon the curiosity so human beings are such that you know they get easily bored by one particular thing like with me if you look at me then there are a number of hats that i wear at times i am the podcaster at times i am the therapist at times i am the trainer at times i am the teacher at times i am the counselor at times i am into a uh, marketing at times i am a writer a researcher a supervisor an interviewer or an author or um a creative head of you know um, the posters and stuff i i create the newsletters and stuff so you know it's like something which is very internal so you know there is no particular purpose or the goal for this uh, need which is inside of us but then all of us want to do this because we get bored and then we want something new in our life this leads to certain uh, sensations or stimulations inside the body and we explore the world around we want to do n number of things and then life becomes fun to live with and you know you can easily see this drive into a small child a baby or a infant and a toddler they would you know initially they would be into their own cots but then later on when they start crawling they want to see every nook and corner of their house like with me you know it it is funny to um, bring it to notice or bring it to light here in this podcast but then when i was in my 12th standard 
again sofia schoolage mayor was my school on the last day of my 12th i explored all those areas which were restricted to enter okay so what was there below the stage i knew i entered uh, the hostel which was locked for years together then the staircase which connects to um, the residence of the sisters there from the school and all you know all those areas the terrace you know we were not supposed to go there but then we did that why did that happen sheer curiosity and exploration need so keep enjoying life with all those needs all these needs and i'll see you next time with um, the next topic which is maslow's hierarchy of needs let's have a quick recap of what all we understood what all we studied in this episode we understood that motivation comes from the latin word mover that refers to movement of activity we then understood uh, the motivation cycle which starts from need drive arousal goal directed behavior to achievement and reduction of arousal again the need cycle begins again once again then we studied about the types of motives we understood the biological motives and psychosocial motives under biological motives we talked about hunger which is initiated or activated by lateral hypothalamus and is stopped by via ventromedial hypothalamus the internal factors like the cramps in the body or the you can say the low concentration of sugar or glucose in the blood or low protein levels which are internal factors plus the external factors like the look and the feel, feeling of the food items and the aroma or the people eating they can also increase or lead to the need of hunger in us the second we understood was thirst thirst is started or initiated because of the osmoreceptors when they fall the shortage of water in them cell dehydration happens and then thirst starts the stopping point of thirst is yet to be discovered then we understood the third biological need that is sex sex is not a necessary thing for individuals it doesn't need any homeostasis for survival it remains static and sex is the drive that grows or develops with age in human beings or animals gonads are the things gonads are the hormones that secretes the sex hormones in males it is testes in females it is the ovary for human beings the expression of sex would depend purely upon the cultural learnings coming to the psychosocial motives we understood need for affiliation people who are seeking love and attachment from people around need for power and we understood the four types of people who achieve power in four different ways then we understood the need for achievement we learn need for achievement by the conditioning that is given to us by the family friends and the society in general curiosity and exploration is all about the sensory stimulations in our system curiosity and exploration is something that keeps us going in life so with this we finish this episode i look forward to your feed forwards again as this is something coming from my need for achievement i want to improve upon whatever i am doing looking forward to seeing you in my group on facebook which is for the study purposes of psychology ncert class 11th and 12th the link for this group is given in the description of this episode also follow me on instagram the newsletter of ksike services my company is out so you can request the same by 
sending a whatsapp message on to 9461923669 that's the number of ksic services so you can get your copy of newsletter from there the next program that we will be having on 11th and 12th of july is radical crystalline mind it's a good program where you understand how mind operates and how the consciousness leads you from the conscious subconscious and the superconscious zone a beautiful modality and a quick healing modality we then have the wow four aligned for 19th of july wow stands for words of wisdom 19th july 6 pm onwards and the last one and the most beautiful is the soul group constellations it's a complete one day program free of cost if you feel like joining us you can leave me a whatsapp message onto ksic services number the number is 9461923669 you can also follow me for more videos and information on youtube or instagram looking forward to see you soon with once again another episode of mine the next wednesday till then have a good week happy learning happy healing sayonara